presence there, and you're just going to open those things up. I mean, every single last one, you're going to go through, and, and it's going to be great. It's going to be a time of celebration. But it would be silly of us if we would leave just a gift that somebody has prepared, somebody spent money on, someone's taken the time to wrap and place under the Christmas tree. It would be silly of us just to leave it there and, and never open it because we thought, ah, the wrapping's too nice. But how often, how often do we take the gifts that God has given us, and he's given us many gifts, and we just leave them sit under the Christmas tree, just unwrapped, unopened. We never use them. We never uh, put them uh, into practice. And so that's why we're looking at this series, how do we unwrap the gifts that God has given us? Because he gave us so many that Christmas day. Uh, In past weeks, we looked at how God gave us the gift of his presence. Emmanuel, God with us. Christ has come. He, is, he dwells with us. And because of that, we can unwrap the gift of his presence and it leads to peace in our life. We, we looked at the gift of joy that God's given us. He, he went through the ultimate sorrow on the cross so that way we could experience joy. And when we go through the sorrow of, of our sins in our life, the sorrow of recognizing that what we have done is, is wrong, we can experience that ultimate, unending, eternal joy. And of course, last week we looked at the Holy Spirit. Jesus went away and he gave us the gift of the Holy Spirit to be our comforter, our counselor, our guide into all truth in this life. And not only that, he gave us the second gift of the Holy Spirit to give us power to go out and reach the world, to share Jesus, to share our story with everyone. So these are some amazing gifts. But I I believe today, uh, the Bible says in James 1.17, it says that every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of heavenly lights. Every good and perfect gift is from God. So better than any gift that you've got under your Christmas tree right now, the best gifts that we can receive in life, every good and perfect one, is from God. And so today we're going to look at at the ultimate gift. Joy and peace are some nice byproducts. They're some nice secondary gifts. But we're looking at the biggest gift of all today. And that's the gift of salvation. Salvation is the ultimate gift that God gave us this Christmas when he gave us his son. So let's look at salvation for just a couple moments this morning before we, uh, we unwrap this guy, because uh, this is our last gift. Uh, we, we've seen some interesting things come out of this box, so we're going to see what, what comes out of this box in just a minute and how that relates to uh, salvation. So for salvation, that's not a term that we often use. You, know, you probably look back in this last week and you didn't use the word salvation at all. Uh, but we, we need to understand why do we need salvation? Why is this such a great gift? So let's uh, look back a little bit. Romans 3.23 tells us this, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Everyone has sinned. All right, what does that mean? Let's, let's go back a little further. Genesis 1.1, at the very beginning of this book, it says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. He created everything that we see around us. He created the land. He created the sea, the sun, the stars, the sky, the, the birds in the sky, everything. He created everything, and he said, it's good. It's good. And then he created mankind. He created uh, Adam and Eve. And he, he looked at this creation he made in his own likeness, and he said, this is, this is very good. This is very good. God created us to dwell with him. To, to be with him, 
to spend time with him, uh, to get to know him, to love him, to worship him. He created us uh, with a free will. And so he, he placed Adam and Eve in, in this perfect paradise, this garden of Eden, and everything was great. But he also gave them a choice. He put the tree in the garden, of the tree of uh, knowledge of good and evil. And he said, you can do, eat from any tree, but don't eat from this one. Because if you eat this, you'll surely die. And so what do we do as humanity? We mess up. We don't listen to God. We, we disobey him, right? And they ate the forbidden fruit. And uh, because of that, because of that, they were kicked out of the garden. They, they sinned. And you know what? We, we've all sinned. We've all made that same choice. God's created us. He's made a perfect plan for us. He's created uh, everything uh, just right. But yet, at some point in all of our lives, we have chosen to disobey him. We've chosen to sin. So what are the consequences of that? Romans 6.23 says, For the wages of sin is death. The wages of sin is death. Uh, we understand that our, our actions have consequences. Right? Our actions have consequences. Uh, today, if all you eat are Christmas cookies, there's consequences to that action. Right? And they're not good ones. Right? You're not going to feel too well. Uh, kids in here today, right? if you disobey your parents... What's going to happen? Consequences, right? You're going to get grounded. You're going to get sent to your room. You're going to get that toy taken away, whatever it might be. There's consequences to our actions. You know, if you do a bad job at work or you don't get all your work done, there's consequences. Maybe you get docked in pay. Maybe you get uh, fired, whatever it might be. There's consequences to our actions. And the Bible says here clearly that there's consequences to sin in our life. It says the wages of sin is death. Death. That's the punishment is death. And not just die when we, you know, we get old or something like that, but, but eternal death. It says that, that we deserve, for just having one sin, death and eternity in hell. That's the consequences of our sin. The consequences of sin is death. Now, the problem is, is that we can't save ourselves. We can't erase our own sin. We can't balance that all out. We, we can't get rid of our sin. So what is the solution? What do we do? The nice thing is that uh, all the way back on the same chapter that Adam and Eve ate the forbidden fruit, God already had a plan ready to go. He talked about one who was going to come, uh, a descendant, a child who was going to come, and his plan was to send Jesus. We, we read about that already today. We, we heard the story of the angel appearing to, to Mary, the, the angel appearing to Joseph and saying, hey, uh, you need to name him Jesus. He, he is going to be Emmanuel. He's going to be God with us. This is going to be the Messiah. This is going to be the one who, who can save the world, right? And, and so Jesus, the Son of God, was coming. And as, as Rich just saying, I, I wonder, wonder if you put yourself in the stable for just a moment, right? Right next to the manger, you got Mary and Joseph there. Did Mary know? Did Mary understand the news that the angel had told him? Did Joseph understand the, the child that was there, the, the greatness that this literally was the Son of God? Did, did, did she know that, that he had come, right, we, we sang, to save our sons and daughters? That he had come for salvation? Did, did she know that he was heaven's perfect lamb? The perfect sacrifice. The sacrifice that was going to be made so that our sins could be forgiven. See, because we, we deserve, the wages of sin is death. We deserve eternity in hell. 
But Jesus came, and he lived a perfect life. He never messed up. He never disobeyed. He wasn't deserving of death, but yet he went to the cross for us. And he died in our place. And after three days, he rose again. And so Romans 6.23, the rest of it, it started out for the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. The gift. Did you notice that word? The gift of God is eternal life. He's a gift. He wants to give us eternal life today. He wants to, to give us this great gift of salvation. The, the greatest gift of salvation, or the greatest gift of Christmas is salvation. And Jesus is here freely giving it today. He, he's giving it away. Will we receive it? Will, will we take it? Will we accept that amazing gift that God has given? But here's, here's the problem this morning that, that I'm seeing is, is, you know, God's got this gift for us. He, he wants to give it to us. But how many people are out there and they've never unwrapped it? They just look at it, it looks pretty on the shelf. Or, or how many people don't even realize that it's, it's a gift? You know, they think that they have to do something else other than unwrap it. You know, some people view salvation a little bit, a little bit differently. Um, some people view salvation as though, you know, it's a, it's a great trophy that you have to win. And so they, they live their whole life just trying to compete to say, you know what, I'm going to earn something. I'm going to earn eternal life. I'm going to win that prize. And often they, they do it by just trying to be uh, better than other people, right? So I want you to look at the person next to you. What do you think? Who's better? You got that figured out, right? And sometimes we, we live life that way. Like as long as I'm better than this person, Right? As long as I'm better than this person, I'm going to win the prize. And this is going to be some elite thing that I can have. And this is going to be my salvation is because I'm just better. I've, I've worked on achieving it my whole life. Some people, uh, they view salvation as almost, uh, you can put it up on the screen, as like a, a, a balanced scale. Right? Where uh, our sin is on one side and it kind of weighs down the balance. And, and so we think, all right, well, I got a lot of work to do to make up for that. So we try to do some good things. We try to, you know, put some more weight on the good side. We try to do good actions. We try to limit the bad. We try to limit the sin. We try to do all the good stuff. And, and, and we think we, that'll balance out. And if we can balance out, if we can have more good than bad in our lives, then we get to go to heaven. We get to have eternal life. We get to have salvation. But that's, that's not what the Bible says. We can't make up for us. And we can't, even if we had just one sin on that scale, we could never tip the balance. We can never do it. We can never erase that sin. We can never make up for it. The Bible uh, never refers to salvation as a balance scale. Uh, others of us out there, we view salvation as a participation ribbon. Right? Anybody get a participation ribbon out there? We love participation ribbons in our culture today. And sometimes we, we view salvation as, well, Jesus died for everybody, so I guess I'm in. I don't need to do anything. I, I, don't, I, I just get the ribbon. I, I just get the award. Or, or maybe you think, well, I know that my, my mom or my dad or my spouse or my kids or my grandparents, they were saved, so, you know, I'm part of their family participation award. I get in. You know, put it on me. The Bible doesn't say that salvation is a participation ribbon, right? That's not the way it works. It's not like everybody gets in. The Bible specifically says, as we saw in that, that verse, salvation is a gift. 
Salvation is a gift. It's not a trophy. It's not a scale. It's, it's not a participation ribbon. Salvation is a gift. We see it referred to that many times. Your Romans 6.23, like we just saw. The gift of God is eternal life. In John chapter 4, Jesus is, is sitting with the woman at the well. And he begins to talk to her, and, and she doesn't realize that this is the Savior of the world, that this is Jesus, that this is the Son of God. And, and he tells her, if you knew who I was, then what you would have asked for the gift of God, and I would have given it to you. I, I would have given you uh, something that would have lasted you for eternity if you only knew the gift that I could give you. Jesus has the gift of salvation that he gives you. In Romans chapter 5, uh, Paul talks about how the gift that Jesus gives us is greater than the trespass in our lives. It's greater than the sin in our lives. It's greater than the sin that Adam and Eve committed. The gift of God, the gift of salvation is greater. And Ephesians chapter 2 verse 8 says that, For it is by grace you have been saved, through faith. And this not from yourselves, it is the, there's that word again, gift of God. Salvation is a gift. We can't earn it. We, we can't deserve it. We can't achieve it. We, we can't get grandfathered in. Salvation is a gift. So how do we unwrap this gift? How do we open it up? Because that's the only way to use it in our lives is if we open up the gift. So today I need some special helpers to help me open this last gift. So if I could have all the kids, if you're a kid fifth grade or under, why don't you come and just sit right down here on the front, ask your parents, make sure it's okay. Uh, and all the kids, fifth grade or under, even all the way down to baby, parents, you can come on up with your kids if you want. Just, just find a seat right here, get nice and comfy. All right, because I'm going to need your help today. This is a big gift, and uh, I, I'm going to need some real help to open up this gift. All right, what do you guys think's in here? What do you think? Some toys? All right, let, let's see here. Do we have another microphone up there? Can I borrow that microphone, Pastor Marco? Thank you. All right, I need, do we have anybody in fifth grade up here? Fifth grade? Uh, could I have you two? Would you help me open up this present? Why don't you come on up? This is going to be great. We're going to have a good time. All right. Oh, just, just two of you guys. Just two of you guys. How about that? Here, you can sit back down. Don't worry. Don't worry. We'll all participate. All right, so... Why don't you come right on over here? Uh, could you... Here, look this way. All right. Could you tell us your name and tell us what you want for Christmas this year? My name is Roman. Do you know what you want for Christmas? No, not really. Nothing. Okay, so you don't want anything for Christmas this year. Just You're good with maybe, I don't know, some pretzels or something like that? I'm good with anything. You're good with anything? Hey, that's, that's good. That's good. All right. Give it up for Roman. Thank you, Roman. All right. And could you introduce, what's your name? And tell us what you want for Christmas. Lily. And I'd like a new hoverboard because mine's broken. A new hoverboard. All right. We'll see. Do you think there's a new hoverboard in there? Probably not. Probably not. Okay. All right. Interesting. Now, have you guys unwrapped some presents before in your lifetime? Like five? A lot of presents. All right, so you guys, you're kind of present unwrapping experts, right? Okay, perfect. So I need your help today. Why don't you guys get behind the box over here, and uh, they're going to count down. You guys are going to help me, right? We're going to count down three, two, one, go, right? And so when we say go, we need you to lift that, that box lid off, all right? Think you can do it? All right, guys, you ready? Let's, let's count this down. 
three, two, one, go! Woo! All right. Hey, this looks fun. It looks like we've got some extra, some extra blessings here. So, hey, kids, why don't you come on up? We've got a present for each of you. But here's the rules. You can't open it yet, all right? So grab a present and then go ahead, go sit right back down here, right on the front. Grab a gift. Yep. Yeah, make sure, make sure you pick a good one. Did everybody get one? Did every, oh, do you need one over there? There you go. Any other kids you want a gift? Come on down. Come on down. Don't miss out. Don't miss out. Yeah. You guys got one? All right. Perfect. Perfect. Because you guys are going to help us. You're going to show us how to unwrap this gift. So you got to wait. Just hold on. Have a, have a little bit of patience there. Do you need one there, sir? Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. So uh, salvation is a gift. It can't be earned. It can't be achieved. It, it simply has to be unwrapped. It has to be open. So again, the question is, how do we unwrap salvation in our lives? How do we unwrap it? And the Bible makes it very clear. The way that we unwrap the gift of salvation is two things. We declare and we believe. We declare and we believe. Uh, Romans chapter 9, verse 10, it says, If you declare with your mouth that Jesus is Lord. So that's the first part. We declare that Jesus is Lord. And we believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead. You will be saved. You will have salvation. That, that box will open to you and it's going to be an incredible gift that you've never experienced before. So those are the two things. That's how we take the bow off, right? We declare and we say, Jesus, I want to make you the Savior. I want to make you the Lord of my life. And, and we believe in our heart that, that God... Jesus, the Son of God, came to this earth, lived a perfect life, that he died and that he rose again. And that's how we unwrap salvation. So kids, why don't you show us, how do you unwrap those presents? Go ahead. Tear into those things. Rip them off. What do you, what do you got? What do you see? Go ahead. Open it up. What do you, what, what's the gift in there? What do you guys see? It's a... Can I borrow somebody's gift for a minute? Oh, thank you. Thank you. All right. So we've got a... Oh, man, this thing's all taped up. Just push it out? Smart. All right. So we've got, we've got a little squishy ball, right? And, and what's interesting is that's kind of what we become a little bit when, when we say, Jesus, I want to make you my Lord. And that's saying, I'm no longer going to put up all my defenses I'm no longer going to say it's got to be my way. Now I'm going to be a little bit more shapeable and, and moldable and changeable. And I'm going to allow God to move in my life. And what's amazing is that God created you. That he made each one. He, he made each of these kids up here. He, he made them with a plan. He made them with a purpose. And so now when we make Jesus our Lord, now we get to be more like him. He gets to design us and craft us and mold us and shape us exactly into the person that he created us to be. And he loves us with, with all of his heart. So it's amazing what God will do when he shapes us. So thank you so much. Kids, you can go grab your seat. You can go back with your family. Would you give it up for these kids? Didn't they do an incredible job?
So today, we're, we're faced with a, a little situation here, right? God's wrapped that present. He's made it perfect for us. Jesus came to this earth as a baby. He lived the perfect life. He, he went to the cross. He died and he rose again. All so that we could have a relationship restored with God. He made paradise back in the beginning in Genesis 1-1. And now we lost out on that. But we can gain it back. We can gain eternity in heaven if we simply unwrap the gift. If we simply declare with our mouth that Jesus is Lord. And we believe in our heart that God raised him from the dead. We will be saved. Not maybe, not probably, not might. We will be saved. So today I want to give you that opportunity. So would you uh, bow your heads and close your eyes with me for just a moment here. I want to give you that opportunity to receive, uh, to accept this gift today. So today, if you're saying, hey, I've got sin in my life. I, I want to be made new. I want to be made whole. I want to know that if I died today, that the place that I get to go is heaven. That I get to spend eternity with Jesus. So if that's you today and you'd like to do that, I'd love to pray with you. Would you just uh, slip up your hand, catch my eye. I want to pray with you today. So anybody in this place, would you say you'd like to make that decision? Give you a moment. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Anybody else here today? This is the most important decision that you can make in your whole life. God wants to give you this gift. It's up to us to unwrap it. Well, let's all pray this together. If you raised your hand today, um, that I, I just want you to pray this from the heart. That, and I believe that God is going to do an incredible work in, in you. So let's just pray this together. Dear Jesus, we declare you as Lord. Thank you for saving me. We believe that you died, that you rose again. Forgive me. Make me new. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Today, if you prayed that prayer, uh, we, we read earlier that the, the shepherds, when Jesus was born, the, the shepherds, that the heavenly host, right? We're, we're talking uh, an angel army came, and they, they began to sing the praises of God. Glory to God in the highest. I can't imagine what that would have been like for the shepherds. But the Bible also says that, that when a sinner repents, that there is a, an angel choir going on in heaven rejoicing. And, and so we believe the same thing can happen today. We know that the same thing is happening today for those who gave their lives to Jesus. So would you stand with me? And we're just going to rejoice. We're just going to thank God. And, and I'm going to invite Pastor Sam and Pastor Chloe. They're going to uh, close us today. Uh, with our traditional song that we close every Christmas Eve service with, uh, of Silent Night. And when we're done here, uh, when the song's over, you can be dismissed. You can go uh, take your family photo out at the photo booth. I encourage you to do that. Greet one another and uh, pray that you have a Merry Christmas. So let me pray for you. Jesus, we thank you so much for this gift that, that uh, you have unwrapped in several lives today. Lord, we thank you for what you're doing in our hearts. We thank you that, that you came to this earth. We remember you today. So we pray that we wouldn't keep this message to ourselves, but we would share this gift with those around us. Share this gift with those maybe around a Christmas tree tonight or tomorrow. And uh, Lord, we thank you so much. God, we can't thank you enough. Thank you that, that you've forgiven our sins, that you've made us new, that we can spend eternity with you. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's sing Silent Night together.